I want to do a special little podcast. A lot of you are not on Facebook with me personally, and and I get questions from um, viewers or accusations from viewers, and I wanted to give you the, the latest one, okay, because I think this will actually kind of help people know where I stand on things. Um, so this person asked, this is, this is their comment. So let me get this straight. Y'all think Trump is bad for America, part of the deep state cabal and secretly hates this country. You believe that we were briefly energy independent and peace in the Middle East was all a coincidence. It had nothing to do with Trump. You think that they, quote unquote, are, are throwing everything that they can come up with at him through the courts and impeaching him twice is just to trick us into thinking he isn't one of them. Y'all hope Trump never gets elected again. You are all going to pull a Glenn Beck and say the only moral vote is for Hillary or Gavin or Joe. Oh, my gosh. No, but OK. Was Trump, wow. Was Trump immoral when he got us out of the Paris Climate Agreement? What the heck has happened to Utah? All the Utah talk shows I've loved now now outwardly uh, seem outwardly for freedom in America first, but secretly globalist. Prove me wrong. So I'd like to give you my response to this because it'll kind of tell you exactly where I'm at <laughs> and what I've been trying to say on the show. OK, because one commenter wrote, you know, we lost uh, Rush. We still miss him. And I'm thinking, yeah, but there were some things about what Rush was always saying, too, that we need to pay attention to. So this was my answer so that all of you know where I stand on uh, Trump. OK, this is what I wrote. I ex I expose the globalists daily. So, no, not a globalist. <laughs> OK, I've said over and over and over again that my personal thoughts on Trump is that he is being used for the right left game. Whether he is unknowing or not, that's a big statement right there, he is being used. The fake charges and the court proceedings are moving people to the right, okay? And I do think they are fake court proceedings. It's nothing like we've ever seen before. It's very bizarre and very bizarre charges and very bizarre courtroom antics that do not get done. So whether he understands this or not, he is being used in this scenario, Okay. Um, some may think that that's a good thing when I say being moved to the right. They must they probably inside they're thinking, oh, well, that's good. Except that in this case scenario, it's not, okay? Because what this means is we're going to be used to pass through more and bigger war budgets that are coming to, and that we're going to consent to more spying, which is something we do for safety, believe it or not. On, when, us on the right, we tend to go into this thinking that, well, we— and NSA spying is okay. If you look at the records of the of our Republicans, okay, I'm a Republican. If you look at the records, you think you understand this, okay? That moving to the right sometimes in the way that we get used, not talking about the cultural things, okay, not talking about the abortion stuff and all that. I'm talking about what we consent to and what we let them do while we're in power isn't good all of the time, okay? And so what I wrote was. Um, this this traje trajectory of the country has only gone one way in 120 years, okay? You can't not see that. So that's not going to change. And I think Trump went a little rogue on them, to be honest with you, and in a good way. And from day one, they thought that they could control him. They thought they could control Hoover, too. But Hoover did the same thing. He went a little rogue, and then that's why they named the depression on Hoover, Hoover's depression, Okay. I think that Trump went all in for the shots, which was really strange, given that I know what he knows. And I know some of the people that were brought to the White House to talk to him about shots before this. 
And so before 2020, so I know he knew, but he went all in for the shots. You have to kind of keep that in mind. Okay. And that also no one wants a globalist leftist loony for president. Never have I, or would I ever say, please vote for Hillary or please vote for Gavin or any King Fraudalot or any of these disgusting, gross people. No, I would never say that. Now, you did have Republicans saying that. My congressman even said that he didn't want people to vote for Trump. He wanted people to vote for Hillary. Same with senators that I know that I've interviewed. So, no, I've never said that ever. And I never would in a million years, okay? (laughs) I don't want a globalist communist taking over this country like we have right now. But this is my point, though, and I'm going to get to this. I've exposed all the politicians on the right who did that, okay? And it isn't easy because I'm on the right, too. But I was exposing them for doing that. Um, And then um, they aren't pulling the tricks in court to trick us into thinking he's one of them, okay? They are doing it to modify our behavior. And, and that's really important to know. No one on my show has ever said that the moral thing to do is vote for Joe or Hillary or the moral thing to do is to um, stay in the Paris climate. When have we ever said that on the air? Give me a break. Um, it's laughable, okay? Good grief. We expose them incessantly on this show. We expose them for the liars that they are. And we praised getting out of the Paris deal, okay? There were some really good things that happened Um, And we did this over and over again. So I'm not sure what you're listening to, Guy, but, you know, this game of politics is much more complicated than people can imagine. And the role of president has been taken over. Watergate was a big, huge distraction for the CIA, letting people know that now who is really, really, really in charge, okay, Uh, Getting JFK offed, okay, and I think that was done by a lot of CIA because he was ready to expose them and there had to do some things with currency. But it's a that's a bigger story because it landed squarely into Kissinger them being in power and controlling who was under Nixon. Okay, and Nixon wasn't involved in a lot of the decisions that were made as well during that time. So the manipulative games, it's just so much more complicated than people can fathom. So yes, I can prove you wrong, because remember he said prove me wrong. Yes, I can prove you wrong completely by just listening to all my shows. Um, What you're saying about what I'm saying isn't true. So I'm not sure where he was getting all that, but it's much deeper than the right-left game. You want a savior in the position of president, but it's not going to happen. This is what we're always pointing out. I actually really like Trump personally, okay? And I actually liked his Twitter because it was not controlled speech, okay, which they usually do. I did like that, actually. And he did some good things. And he also got us into the North American Treaty, which was not good, um, which will one day turn us into a big, huge region with Canada and Mexico that threatens our sovereignty as a nation. So he did it for a business deal because, let's face it, he's not a constitutionalist. He's more of a business guy. So he did it as a business deal, but what it's actually going to do is uh, take away our sovereignty. So that's not good. So some things did happen under Trump that were not good. And he went um, <clears throat> he went all in for the shots and did nothing about voter fraud when he had the power to do it, when he could have raised a lot of alarm bells to the Albert sensors on the machines that went in during his own presidency, okay? That's hurting us now for voter fraud. It's just voter fraud on steroids. We've always had it, but now it's on steroids with the Albert sensors. That happened while he was in, okay? When we had the House, the presidency, and the Senate, we didn't get rid of, we didn't get rid of Obamacare. We didn't get rid of socialized medicine, and we also didn't build a wall. 
Now, you could say that rests squarely on the shoulders of Congress. There was a lot there that rests on the shoulders of Congress. We know they're not going to do what's right. Um, but there are things he could have vetoed, like the ginormous, bigger-than-ever military industrial complex bill that he did. He didn't have to sign it. He could have vetoed it. Um, there are things like that that could have happened, okay, where a stand could have been taken, okay? But we also know he's not a constitutionalist, nor did I ever expect that out of him, okay? So a lot of the constitutional things that were destroyed in those four years, um, I think were done from the people that actually own the presidency and, 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 and run, the, run the, the country as a presidency, okay? But that didn't come from Trump. But the fact is, is he wasn't going to stand for those things because that's not in his purview. He's more of a business guy, okay? You got to kind of see it for what it is, too. So we don't realize who actually has the power. And uh, if you look at history and examine what went on there, you're, you can't blame me for being some sort of secret globalist. I'm not. All I do is expose them, okay? So it's not as black and white as people think it is. Um, as far as that goes in pointing out what's going on. So we said when he outed the, the, the media, that was a good thing, okay? But we also got the fact checkers like we've never had before too and a lot of censoring. And they own Facebook and they own social media, the government does. They constructed it. So of course they can censor and get away with it. And that's the problem. Josh Howley today speaking out about, about censorship and about who the fact checkers go out, of, you know, go out of their way to get rid of and side with the leftists. Well, that's coming from our government. Okay. But so in one way he exposed the media. On the other hand, we got the fact checkers. Was that a plan? I don't know. But it is kind of strange that never before in history did we get censorship and a clampdown like that. But they utilized him outing the media to do that. OK, so I'm looking at this from a bigger picture, not from inside the gate. OK, inside the arena, inside the fight. If you um, if you go back to this, one thing that everyone should take note of is the fact that we don't have talk shows, conservative talk shows, talking about the most important thing, and that is what to do in our cities and counties to get our government back on track. Because if you do that in over 3,000 counties, you do take America back, okay? So we, we shouldn't be reliant on one guy in the White House, but we have been trained to walk into the arena and only see the fight in front of us. And that is between Biden and Trump, when if you go out of the arena, the picture is much more vast and much bigger, okay? So one of the things that people don't realize um, is why do you think the CIA was investigated publicly, okay, in the 70s, right around the, the Watergate time? Why do you think all of that was happening? Well, they pulled out a big, huge heart attack gun and they showed it in Congress. And this was a way to, um, to basically tell Congress in so many words who was actually really in charge from there on out. And it was under Kissinger. He changed that. Um, I mean, he really did hire a lot of people and then leave the president out of any discussions at all. It had been going on before, but it was on steroids during this time. So they offed Kennedy and then they went forward with um, Johnson and then Nixon. And then um, there's a lot to do with Alger Hiss, too, in this whole scenario, payback for um, Alger going after Alger Hiss to Nixon. But also the fact that Watergate wasn't really a thing. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. They made it a big deal and a hill to die on. And then with the congressional um, investigation, they were basically letting all of Congress know who was in charge so they would shut up. Okay. Um, 
because we never saw that again, did we? We never saw any kind of investigation again. But I think they made it public so that they could show everybody, you're not in charge anymore. You're window dressing. We call the shots. And that's what I'm trying to expose. It has nothing to do with whether I like Trump or not. It has nothing to do with the walking cadaver in the White House right now. It has everything to do with exposing who's at the helm. Because as we debate whether, you know, Trump's going to save us or not save us, that's not the question we should be asking or answering because it has nothing to do with anything. What we should be saying is we see you. We know who runs the country because once they're fully outed and once people really wake up, then that is that is where we save the country. OK, I like Trump, actually, and I don't I, I, I think he actually loves the country. If you're going to ask me off the air what I really think of, I think he actually really loves the country. But I think he realized that a lot of people under him are not going to um, work in, in favor of doing anything that puts this country first. OK, they want to destroy it. And a lot of the same people that worked for Obama then worked for Trump and are now working for Biden. So when you have all the same staff and all these same people in the White House, that didn't change. So that should be a big clue to us to tell us what's actually happening. I would rather spend my time on the radio not sounding like everybody else and actually have a show that discusses in, in real terms who the real enemy is. They wanted people to love or hate Trump. They want people to see what Biden's doing, okay? But when they painted Trump into this, you either hate him, you think he's, you either think he's Satan or you think that he is the problem, then you're playing their game. They want you concentrated on that. They want you concentrated on the fact that you either love or hate Trump. You either think he's going to save the country or he's, or he's going to um, be Satan reincarnated. And also the same thing with Biden, too. They want you in that conversation. They don't want you talking about the deep state that's running things. And that's what we're trying to do. OK, that's what we're trying to expose on this show. Conservative talk shows do not talk about cities and counties. Have you guys noticed that? They don't. They all are centered on the Trump-Biden debate. It's not about cities and counties where the real work can be done. That's what makes this show very different. This show is a show you can go to where you're not going to hear every single thing that they're telling you on every other talk show, and that is to concentrate on the federal stuff. The federal stuff, I think, is long gone, okay? I like Trump. I don't have anything really against Trump, but I do think a lot of things that happened when he was in office, they got some of their hills to die on because they have a lot of people that were working under Trump that made that happen. And I know nobody wants to talk about that, but we if you're going to be honest about this whole situation, you must talk about it. OK, you have to talk about it. Because if we're going to save the country, we can't keep having the same debate over and over again. And that's who's going to be president. When it's other people running the presidency. <laughs> so we're over here talking about Biden and Trump and they're over there going, gee, we're getting away with this. This is awesome. Nobody's really pointing a finger at us. So that's what we try to do on the show. And that's why you can come here and you're not hearing what you're hearing on other stations. And I'm actually proud of that because of the work we do on the show is, is centered a lot around what you can do as a individual city, county, how to fix that, how to help it. Okay. This is why I have Chris Ann Hall on. This is why we talk about the Constitution, because 
It's away from that arena debate. They want you to get your popcorn and watch and watch the arena debate. Don't don't take yourself out of the arena. It's a much bigger picture going on here that we need to see. Okay, that's that's really the only thing. No, this isn't about like shoring up the left. I mean, give me a break. If anything, I expose it every single day, and I've taken big risks in my career to do that because. My, my life isn't about getting a career in media, obviously, because I can't have one in media, not that kind of career anyway, not where I'm paid the big bucks. So I just uh, I just wanted to set the record straight. I think a lot of people might might hear things that we say on the show and I'm saying it's a bigger game. It's a bigger game. Don't play the game. OK, um, get out of the game for once and for all, because every four years we're like in the game, in the game, in the game. And uh, we got to get out of it. We got to get out of it and see what's actually going on because we're we're just not better off in 2023, obviously, and we've got more problems than ever. And we're not going to fix it by by saying, "Well, we feel good because we like who's in the White House." That, <laughs> they could do some little things. Somebody good can do some little things, but you bet your bottom dollar that it's the deep state running it. Okay, and we were shown that quite a long time ago. Started out with Wilson, and then it went on steroids under Kissinger. Okay. He was kind of like the Cheney. Kissinger was the president, really. And so was Cheney, really, when Bush was in. But nobody ever talked about it. That kind of thing. Okay? All right, you guys. Thanks so much for hearing me out on this. I just want to set the record straight. And I thought it was a it was an interesting kind of accusation question. And I thought maybe answering it in front of all of you would help. Okay? <laughs> Thanks, you guys. KateDallyRadio.com.